Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show. We have a fantastic show for you all today. My listeners really need no introduction to this guest, but for the new listeners, it is the renowned researcher, author. He is the Chuck Norris of Watchmen on the Wall, in my opinion. He is the renowned one and only Steve Quayle from SteveQuayle.com. We've got so much to get into today, Steve. First of all, welcome to the program. It is a pleasure to have you back on. You're long overdue, my friend. Well, thank you, Sheila. And the events that are happening now, the word acceleration, we have to change even that word now. It has to be instantaneous because let's talk about the gun control issue. We've watched the Democrats and the Republican rhinos, which are rhinos without spinos, they call them the jellyfish (laughs) Republicans, bend and give in on obvious false flags on the most controversial and the last bastion of freedom, which is the Second Amendment. Over the last uh, pretty much... uh, Actually, the 20th century saw the death of somewhere between 262 million and 300 million people under communism. And what we have right now, Sheila, is gun confiscation is this is a maxim. This is a truth. It always precedes genocide. A-L-W-A-Y-S. When you've got open calls for the death of Trump supporters, when you've got calls for red flag laws and kick in and kill, I call those, by the way, the kick and kill laws, okay? And the total lack of constitutional regress, the total lack of law and justice, and we'll get into some of the stories, this whole contrived nature of false flags. One of the shooters was only three steps away from the Gottlieb gentleman of the MK Ultra fame. And so, you know, all this stuff is coming together. But here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. I have been saying for years, and a lot of you gun owners said, that's being too extreme, Steve. I said, they who will take your guns will take your lives. Now we have, it's in our face, gun confiscation being proposed. The president, I just put up a a quote of his, Trump's making the statement that he is in favor of a ban on assault rifles. And the thing that's problematic to me and troubling to me is that the gun owners, typically under the NRA, the GOA, Gun Owners of America, Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership and others, I don't think that they're rallying the troops like they need to. I also don't think that the people who are supposedly politically conservative, I think that everybody who's a firearms owner, you need to immediately, you need to call your senators, your congressmen, send them emails, flood their emails. Because ladies and gentlemen, the great die-off is actually the great murder-off. That sounds like Dr. (laughs) Murder-off. So the thing that is important is that the basis of the assault on the Second Amendment is a full-scale communist pogrom in play. Now, obviously, they're not kicking everybody's doors in, but we both know this. Look at look at Chicago. What, 50 people shot in Chicago, 30 of them died over the weekend? Not a word about it. Baltimore, the murder capital of the world. Somebody said, you know, there's Metropolis and then there's Murderopolis. Look at the whole gun control issue coming to the forefront. And you look back in the days of uh, Bill Cooper's statement, Behold a Pale Horse. The point he made was even that many years ago, they were planning on disarming the United States states by shooting innocent school children. Remember that, Sheila? It was like 1981 he broke with that news. 1981. Yeah, let me read that, Steve. The government encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for the criminals to use. This is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity which would lead the American people to voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms, using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion. The CIA inculcated the desire in these people to open fire on the schoolyards, thus inflaming the anti-gun lobby. The plan's well underway and so far is working perfectly, isn't it? The middle class is begging the government to do away with the Second Amendment of what Steve just said in Chapter 12 of William Cooper's book. What's it about? It's about what you just said, disarmament. You mentioned Chicago. 1,706 gun deaths so far this year. 4,800 total people shot. The strictest gun laws in America. Oh yeah, gun control works all right. Gun control isn't about guns. It's about control. Well, and that's the chronic diversion. This is the, and here's the thing that's going to be tough for most people to even focus on. We have 
evidence. We have massive evidence that should stand up against any grand jury stand in any grand jury for treason at the highest levels. If you look at the definition of treason, and constitutional lawyers have said this, these guys are guilty of capital crimes of treason punishable by death. But everything that's evil is now good, and everything that's good is evil. So the entire Hillary Clinton, have you noticed, Sheila, she comes on like a bogey on a radar blip, and then something else takes uh, the focus of the country away from her. Remember her famous statement, if I go down, we all go down. And the question is, or the answer to that is, it's them all wanting to take your guns. It is the last bastion of any opportunity. We've watched, listen, let's face it, the First Amendment has been executed. All truth tellers and all alternative truth tellers are considered conspiracy theorists or worse, fear porn mongers. Yet every conspiracy that has been, I would say, key conspiracy over the last decade has proven to be true. Even from 9-11, everything down, TWA 800, every single thing that they said we were conspiracy theorists. Anybody who wants the truth, I want to make this clear, you must be terminated. It goes back to the old famous statement, by consent or by conquest, there will be a new world order. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the communist takeover, and the communists are appropriate lackeys for the shadow master. And what I think is obvious, even in everything that's going on, Sheila, is the president still has alligators serving him up security briefings. And I tell people this, justice isn't blind. She's been murdered by the mainstream media. There is no equal justice under the law. There isn't any. Twitter and Faces of Death book have killed free speech. Google has played the official villain role of Skynet and is playing it and will play out. And isn't amazing the most important asset with financial benefits to the New World Order is information on us on pre-crime? Everybody other than them, and this is what people have got to understand, the word zombie was coined by them to include everybody other than the elite that is going to be done away with. That plan was to turn Americans on Americans, which is working well, to initiate a civil war <laughs> under uh, Obama. Uh, in my opinion, the thing that's problematic is he did more to destroy race relationship in this country than any single man in history. And what is very, very appalling, in my opinion, is that the Democrats have come out and declared God, you know, an enemy. Now, I got to tell you, that's not very smart. They've also declared that babies, even after birth, they're totally in favor of of what I would just call beyond infanticide. So isn't it fascinating that they're the ones using the word murder, they're the ones using assassination, they're the ones using the F word. And by the way, when you quote them, and I, I put headlines up that I don't write the headlines, the stories I link to, I can tell you this, Sheila, Christians get more offended at the F word in a headline as somebody else writes, especially when they're talking about killing Mick McConnell or whoever and stabbing him in the heart, okay, using all the other uh, four-letter words, Their mouth is as obscene as their actions, yet the reaction of, quote, professing claimants to Christianity are more upset about a religious posture than their lives, and they they will have to make the ultimate choice. Do I deny Jesus, or do I go with Jesus and be denied by the world? The scripture's clear. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. And Jesus made it really simple. He said, if they hated me without a cause, what are they going to do to you? And I don't think people understand that. Now some of the megachurch pastors, as you probably are seeing, they're denying Jesus. They deny their conversion. They deny... And man, that's a dangerous thing. <laughs> that's coming close in some instances, a couple instances, blaspheming the Holy Ghost. So, and for that, there is no repentance. So I think the thing that we've got to deal with in this gun control issue, let's just call it what it is. They want the total assassination of all gun owners, of all white people, of all babies. Look, abortion from the beginning was infanticide. It was designed to kill. It was designed to depopulate. The United States of America, looking at our birth rates now, they pretty well succeeded. And then you go to Africa, what's going on. Now you've got a new form of Ebola. This is relevant, attacking children. Years ago, Sheila, I I talked about the biospecific bioweapons, gene-specific bioweapons, that could basically target any specific genetic marker, and it would be a bioweapon only affecting that marker. Does it seem strange 
that the ones who are being killed now are in an Ebola type, and I would call it a mutagenic state, that has been tweaked to make sure it kills young kids. Africa is the test tube of the world's weapons and warfare. Everything that you can possibly, from Ebola Zaire to some of the variations of some of the most extreme pathogens, are being tested in Africa. And if anybody wants to see a true story, the, the outbreak plot with Dustin Hoffman, we're in that African village where a uh, you know a U.S. military plane flies over with a fuel air explosive bomb and wipes out the whole village. I got to share an interesting point. One of the last Ebola outbreaks in Zaire, not the in the initial one, a couple years later than that, they were talking about all the bodies that were. I mean, they're lying where they fell, dead, because. In those days, the uh, Ebola virus was different than these new ones. The new forms and variations, interestingly enough, have supposedly patents filed on the antivirus vaccine. When you find out that the CDC is not a military or a government agency, but is a private agency, then you can begin to see the, that this is the perfect Hegelian dialectic. They create a problem, This and that's, uh, you know, the release of Ebola. They then basically provide the solution. The providing the solution is a genetically altering or altered vaccine. And then the result is obviously a target population that dies. Now, you know, all of the people coming to the United States, when, when I read the stories, and, and most people should get really mad about this, about intentionally infected immigrants, forget what the Democrats say, forget what the lying hacks and Republican, you know, I was going to say the Republican disinformation army states, and look at what's going on. Why would they be flying known pathogenic carriers, which I call infectons, people intentionally infected, and dropping them off in major cities of the United States at night. And then they disperse in the community. And by the way, because our nation has so rebelled against the living God, this is my opinion, but if you go to Deuteronomy 28, you can see it. When a nation or a people rebel openly against God, and the Democrats, you know, the, the Republicans, they hate God, they keep their mouths shut. The Democrats have declared open war on God. And I think God is saying and giving him time, saying, take your best shot, boys and girls. And the thing is, is that there is judgment in the land. The smell of judgment is in the land. The weight of heaviness of darkness is in the land. Even people report to me, Sheila, they go out on a bright, sunny day. It's just like this gray, unseen cloud of heaviness is out there. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, the prince and power of the air and all of his underarchy, powers, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, the archons, all the different levels of spiritual authority, thrones and dominions, they're all getting set for uh, vacation on planet Earth. And so as the days grow darker, literally, as the sun goes into the uh, solar minimum cycle, we're in the minimum now, as the magnetosphere, according to a scientist I talked to yesterday, yesterday and I know Celeste, the lady that writes uh, a lot of articles from my website, they're both picking up the 25% of the magnetosphere has collapsed. That keeps the dangerous radiation from hitting the Earth. When the cosmic rays hit the Earth, interacting with a lot of the different energy forms, they become even more dangerous to human health. So, you know, the gun control, this is it. If you lose your gun, if you give up your guns willingly, you will die. One of the last communications I ever had with a very high-ranking special operations general made the statement. He said, Steve, you tell the people. He said, they give up their guns. They're dead. Because, Sheila, do you remember when they GPS everyone, uh, the government, under, I think it was, was it under Obama, GPSed everybody's home with, you know, the positioning that came to your front door. That was for the threat matrix assessment. And that means they know how, who's got the guns. And the old statement that, oh, there are too many guns in America, they could never do that. George Bush closed over, I believe, 100 military bases, senior. And according to the generals that I was talking to and the different intel guys that broke loose, they would call me because I'm on coast to coast, I'm on stuff talking about it, your show, others. And the deal is, is that they want people to know that the NATO troops and the UN Security Council troops are bivouacked. That means they're stationed. And most of them are stationed in the military bases that are closed, but they're underground. The idea is, is as you watch the specific drone footage of taking out a truckload of uh, 
you know, jihadis or something in Iraq or Afghanistan, just put that into the modern context of the United States of America. And I don't think that most people understand truly the dire nature of this. Now, somebody said, you only want to sell bad news. No, I want to give you the good news. The good news is, is that Jesus told us this was coming and that he's got the only power that will enable us to escape the days that are upon us. There's where we're at. If the guns go, your life goes. Those who will take away your guns will take away your life. Well, I think you said it best years ago, and I, I had this on an intro for years. Your voice, it's all about control. Because look at these liberal lackeys ubiquitously proselytizing their anti-gun oratory today on Twitter. This is the same ilk, by the way, Steve, that supports the extermination of life profiteers, as I call them, planned murderhood, while at the same time they'll vociferously anathematize the NRA. Oh, and by the way, the shooter, notice how Twitter changed his whole entire profile before the shooting. He was a Democrat registered. After the shooting, he was an NRA Trump-supporting Republican. Wow. You know, and here's the deal. You mentioned the Second Amendment. I, I think America is not just the, the last bastion. It was the first and only bastion. And the Second Amendment to the Constitution of the U.S., Steve, is a bulwark against tyranny, period. You know, we hear these arguments about guys that, oh, well, we, you know, it was all about the hunting laws. Listen, you don't need 30 rounds to hunt, but the Second Amendment, Steve, is not created in case the deer turn against us. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations perusing invariably these same thing, I mean, look at the, the mass death that always precedes the gun grab. When you have disarmament, you look at Mao, Stalin, Pol Pot, Hitler, Idi Amin. It's just stunning. All the gun crimes happen in just four cities in the U.S. And you mentioned the entity in the White House. You used to call him that. You know, he said, listen, absolute gun ban here this morning on Twitter. I mean, who is Obama? That guy is responsible for more murders than any people put together. All the mass shootings in the last decade, that absolute weasel. And he has the kahunas to come out and say that. I mean, does the audacity of these people shock you, Steve? Not at all, because I think, Sheila, God is stripping the masks off people. I know a lot of claimants to Christianity that voted for Obama. And see, they're all looking. Here's the, you know, it's like the, my one of my favorite hymns of old is turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in the, his wonderful face, and the things of earth will go strangely dim in the power of his glory and grace. The problem is, even with Trump, people believe that there is a political solution. Do you really believe after being withstood almost three years that the same people that have created all the problem, even the Republicans? that are going to vote for gun confiscation, red flag laws, uh, you know, um, assault weapons ban. You know, here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. They should call it an insult weapons ban because it's insulting that, number one, they don't know what one is usually. Number two, the amount of people killed are all contemporary with mind-controlled zombies, the protocols of shooting, meaning uh, almost the same thing. In other words, the cookie-cutter killers of MK Ultra are so absolutely linked to each other that you've got to know that this is just not happening, especially when Jeffrey Sextine and the pervert, the pedophile, and the, the Johnny Appleseed of the coming uh, conquest of liberal specialicus, uh, you know, not Spartacus, <laughs> but specialicus. Remember this, just as Hillary Clinton made the statement, if I go down, we all go down, Epstein's little black book if you wanted to get an honest investigation, you'd protect that guy's life. You'd probably put him at Camp David, put him under a military guard 24-7, and then start having a talk with him. The thing is, is that well-meaning people believe that all this evil can be solved politically. It can't. They don't understand. It's my position. You and I have talked on radio for a long time. It is the fallen angels who orchestrate their human puppets. So the idea is simply this, that now the truth has been executed. The next thing to go is the truth tellers. And they'll cut us all off. And we're, we're alive by the grace of God. But Matt Drudge told everybody this was coming years ago. When that one Supreme Court judge, he and Drudge had a talk. And oh, by the way, do you remember who was the most pro-Second Amendment uh, 
Supreme Court justice. What happened to Scalia? He got murdered. He physically got murdered. They ran him to the crematorium. He, you know, this is so astonishing to me. The Second Amendment is the last, if you will, bulwark against the total annihilation of pretty much the white race. And by the way, people say I'm a racist. I say, no, I'm a realist. (laughs) Come on. Jesus said that nation's going to rise against nation. And isn't it interesting? You usually have the white, guilted, liberal commies calling for the death of the whites. Huh, interesting. Even birds don't defecate in their own nests, but Democrats go to everybody else's. So (laughs) the thing is, is is that we're now in a zone where it's not what's going to happen tomorrow. People have to recognize what's going to happen today. And every day is a springboard to another evil. And listen, in the book of Hebrews, it talks specifically that we have not resisted evil yet, the shedding of our own blood. I still have emails where people are saying, is it wrong for me to defend myself? Absolutely not. You're coming into the worst period in history, the one that Jesus himself said that there's never been a time like it, nor would be again. Jesus also spoke in Matthew that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Peter did not bite the ear of the centurion servant off in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, he didn't just jump up like a zombie in Miami and bite the ear off, okay? He had a sword. Paul had a sword. Paul talks about fighting with robbers. So now we're in a dilemma, Sheila. We've got a, an attack on the household of faith from outside, meaning the, the uh, religious community is now turning on the followers of Jesus. And then within individual households, everybody is starting to war with each other within households. Husbands, wives, kids against parents, parents against kids. Jesus said he did not come to the earth to bring peace still astonishing to me is that so few people will stick up for the name of Jesus, let alone bring up the name of Jesus, that I question whether they love him or not. Nobody and no one who's been in love does not talk about the one they love at some point, unless the love dies, but initially. And that's the idea of keeping fresh in the Lord, keeping in an attitude of repentance, keeping in an attitude of proximity. You know, here's the deal. Jesus never set the order up for which disciples could be closest to him. The ones that decided to be closest to him were the ones that chose to be closest to him. Now, I doubt it looked like the Last Supper painting, but obviously we know that John the Beloved was there close enough to see who Jesus dipped the sop of bread in and who he gave it to. And isn't it fascinating? Blood on the Altar, the title of Tom Horn's book, when it was written, what, five years ago, maybe seven years ago, it wasn't as relevant as it is today, but is becoming more prophetically poignant now than at any time in history. So, you know, tightening circles of trust is really critical. How do I say that? You know, those closest to you, do you? It still bothers me, Trump and Jared Cushy Cush, you know, Uh, Jared Tushner. Uh, It bothers me the people that are surrounding President Trump. They're making his total focus pretty much on the nation of Israel, but at the expense of the nation of the United States. Look, I may be a dumb goy. I'm not a soy goy, okay? Yeah, you know, the Japanese have a a statement, uh, soy no good for boy. In other words, obviously it interferes with the endocrine system and etc. But here, here is the issue. The narrative has once again been stolen by the left, and they are building the case, ladies and gentlemen, for someone to knock in the door on a tip. This would make Marcus Wolf, he's already dead and in hell, but this would make Marcus Wolf want to come out and give high fives to the people that are orchestrating the greatest spy network in the world. Because I didn't finish my statement, that's not unusual, but the, the most precious commodity is information. So the information age is to give the devil his omniscience, his omnipotence, and his omnipresence. That's why the new surveillance program with the drones, and if you read about the surveillance, balloons, interesting, what most people don't know is the project is called Loons, L-O-O-N-S. That may be a sarcastic military term for anybody that basically they're targeting, as in crazy people, just as the word zombies. We just are at a point, Sheila, where people are becoming really, really disgusting, in my opinion. Go ahead. 
David said years ago in a program, and think you guys were on it together, he said, in the last days, people will go ravening mad. I mean, prophecy is so on fire in the world today, and you've got every other thing coalescing. Look at China has a $1 trillion trade war weapon. Look at has come out of China just this week, Steve. Let's touch on this Chinese nightmare that's ensuing, not just the trade war, but the word China and aliens ring a bell, Steve. Well, I think that it's interesting because China just came out and announced they believe in aliens. They believe that they are they were their whole race. And remember, they're the ultimate xenophobes, came from the stars. They're the offspring of the dragon. Sheila, Book of Revelation, Revelation 12, talks about the great dragon being thrown out. And so as I'm saying, the headlines read, China believes in aliens and UFOs and believes they are the descendants of the aliens. I'm not talking illegals. I'm talking about extraterrestrials. Now, that's a pretty provocative statement because most people do not understand origin or the root of evil versus the fruit of evil. And so given everything that's going on, the kings of the East are the ones that are going to rise to withstand the Antichrist. And the Antichrist is going to rule most of the world. And now we see the perfect setup for World War III that has to come about, in my opinion, for the globalists, the Illuminati, and the elite to really have their full run of things, Sheila. Okay, well, let's go over some of these headlines, Steve, because I think your website is one of them that covers it all. Stock market at risk of Lehman Brothers collapse. Ooh, big one. China just went nuclear in the trade war and there's no turning back. Is this Hong Kong's last chance to fight integration with the mainland China? Intel, China to invade Hong Kong within hours is right. It's turned violent. Currency war begins. Never before seen footage reveals the top secret command center and mighty arsenal of China's missile army. I mean, all their military, Steve, achievements based on Clinton and Bush efforts. I mean, this is treachery beyond anything. And yet nothing to see here because always accurate CNN is deflecting. Oh, look over here with the El Paso shooter. New revelations. I mean, the PSYOP is incredible, is it not? Well, yeah, and let's go to Clinton, the Laurel Satellite Corporation. Look it up, ladies and gentlemen. Bill Clinton gave the technology for intercontinental ballistic missiles to China. George Bush Sr. gave the neutron bomb to China. I interviewed before he passed away Sam Cohen, the inventor of the neutron bomb. Sam Cohen was one of the smartest nuclear physicists in the world. He came up with a design. He told me on the radio, this must have been 15 years ago, that Bush literally handed the plans over. Look who opened up China, George Bush. Bill Clinton gave China the entire secret patent files and access to them. Look at everything that's happened. How does China go from basically a post-World War II army to the most sophisticated thing? The espionage is off the charts. And then how could the U.S. military not identify China as a real threat by allowing them to make certain parts for some of our most sensitive fighters, ships, and other weapons of war. I'm telling you, it is absolutely treason beyond reason. It's treachery beyond debauchery. Oh, the debauchery is beyond the treachery. It's kind of a double-edged sword. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have the story that 90% of our B-1 bombers can't fly. I talked to a scientist by Skype uh, the other night, and he was talking about just simply that on our electronic warfare capabilities, China's a 10, North Korea's a 10, Russia's a 10, and he said, we're a five. And this guy lives in ECW world, electronic counter warfare. But the thing that he basically said, Sheila, is they really can literally hit us with an EMP, wait quietly, week or a month, and then dictate the terms of surrender. Now, will the United States retaliate? What can Trump do if there's a sellout? How deep does the treachery go? Well, if the treachery is in the intelligence community, obviously there are there are generals, four-star generals, that have made the statement, if Trump were to want to give a retaliatory strike, they would stop it. Well, you know, that's not a good thing. So you can't talk about make America great again. Well, those who are the most powerful people in the world under your government or under your administration are cutting your throat behind your back and undermining everything you try to do that's good. 
And I want to make something clear. I am not in favor of any type of assault weapon ban. I'm not in favor of any kind of gun control. Somebody just threw up on somebody's forum. I looked at it, and I, I want to rail a little bit. So I have been probably one of the strongest proponents for the Second Amendment for 25 years on talk radio. I don't understand people. You see, people would rather argue with a messenger than listen to the message and act against the negative impacts that are going to destroy their lives. Yes. Let's talk about the market. The stock market, when it went down 715 points, one of my friends is a really proficient trader, and he said, Steve, we had a range in 24 hours of 2,500 points. Down 700, up 300, down again 500. If you take that whole period, it was down 2,500 points. Then we see gold knocking out a 30% rise, and people are still wanting to put their money into banks that are thinking of charging them a negative interest rate. Is that not insanity? Give us all your money and then pay us for storing all your money. And oh, by the way, when you want it, we won't give it back. Even in Switzerland, major banks have stolen some of their customers' gold, according to Egon von Geiertz, and they can't get their gold, okay? How about nations that are mad at the United States? Everybody wants their gold back, and not everybody's getting it back. So the whole world is starting to hold the United States in contempt. That is prophetic in Jeremiah. It says we become a nation. Jeremiah 50, 51, I believe that applies to America. So do a lot of other people. Obviously applied to the nation of Israel, but prophecy can be twofold. And oh, I'm hearing now, Sheila, that prophecy's all been fulfilled and none of this stuff is yet to be fulfilled. Oh yeah, show me where two witnesses die, literal men, calling down fire from heaven. Well, the Antichrist is on earth. They die in the streets, lay there for three and a half days and then are, hear the voice of God. God come up to heaven. I don't think that's happened yet. We haven't had a one world currency yet. We haven't had the things that have to be in place yet. And so now we've got nation rising against nation, as Jesus stated in Matthew 24. That's ethnos against ethnos. No one would believe it. They always thought it was Russia, China, China, US, US, China, US, Russia. But that's not what it says. So the enemy of a man's life will be those of his own household. And I don't know if you're getting it in your email, but I'm getting a lot of emails that people are at war within their own families. Usually a husband doesn't want the wife to prepare or the wife doesn't want the husband to prepare. They listen to us, either one of them, and then we're we're told we're crazy. I've gone on record saying, look, ladies, you got a hard time coming. So do some of your men. You're going to have to decide if your wife or mate hates Jesus so much in you, what makes you think they're not going to turn you in, especially when they put a bounty on your head? Have you ever thought about that, Sheila? Wow. Well, that is really profound. And I guess what you're saying, Steve, you look at the government's Machiavellian version of crisis management. You know what this is when you look at all manner of government tyranny? We've got in the so-called name of national security, these terrorist attacks, the mass shootings, the unforeseen economic collapse, the pervasive health emergencies. You mentioned Ebola. We're getting hit on all sides with the kitchen sink, this pervasive, catastrophic, natural human disasters because the climate cult, forget we only have 12 more years, says AOC. We only have 12 more months now, Steve. They've ramped that up. It's all part of the grand plan for total control. Look at this Cloward and Piven strategic political strategy. You look at Richard Clown and Francis Fox Piven, you overload the entire system. You precipitate a crisis that would lead to what? Karl Marx would salivate at all this Steve. Well, he would. And, and let me just say this, you know, we'll deal with Martians and that kind of stuff at uh, Branson. But now we got to deal with the Marxians, M-A-R-X-I-A-N-S. Okay. <laughs> and so uh, from the comet, and, and by the way, they, they come from the planet Stalin Century or, uh, you know, Pol Potida, like Andromeda. <laughs> the thing is, is that, you know, look, Sheila, I don't know what it takes to get people's attention, but I'm telling them when we go down the alt news and I'm preparing my listeners, my website is blocked. I'm down a third of my previous amount of hits. And that's a lot. Okay. I'm disenfranchised. And what's the other word where you don't collect revenue on your um, demonetization? Yeah demonetization. Well, just as they demonetize me, I'd like to demoronize them, okay? Or de-demonize them, you know? So the thing that is, it should be apparent of where we're at now is that everything is in play. It's no longer linear. 
Now there's a time for me to be accepted. No, the thing is, is all the rods, imagine a sphere and every rod going in is something attacking Earth or the people on Earth. There's the mankind being utilized by fallen angels. And then there's this God basically from the foundations of the world setting certain events in place. And just as everybody's messing around with the upper atmosphere, the ionosphere, the weather control, weather warfare, geoengineering, chemtrails, everything else that's going on, people have got to realize that their longevity on the planet, unless they're billionaires who think they can escape off planet, uh, the ones that have run to Australia and New Zealand, New Zealand specifically, New Zealand is going to have some of the most horrific earthquakes in the coming next couple years. They're going to be really bad. Uh, especially Taupo, Lake Taupo. Stan Deo's talked about that a lot. Obviously, Christchurch earthquake, the tsunamis that are building. I can't say some information until I get it verified. But if what's going on in the Western Pacific is true, and the rift, I'll just give you a hint, the rift that was pretty much stable for over 100 years that they were able to measure it at depth, and it's, you know, it's pretty deep. If that is spread six times its previous width, and that's what I'm being told, I'm telling you that we are in for the most cataclysmic West Coast events that have ever been detailed. And people better just understand this. If you are a believer, you need to ask God what you're supposed to do. I have people that claim that they have, and, and I think that, you know, they're praying and they're trying to rebuke and bind. You can't rebuke and bind when God's judgment is declared. God will lead the people out. Because, you know, I mean, I've said, Lord, why can't I just stop the prophecies? And he said, because it's written, Steve. And and obviously, you know, you go on talk radio and, and podcast. And by the way, I have a new podcast I want to share everybody. I put it behind a subscription base. I want the people that realize the value. It's $9.95 a month. I anticipate, Sheila, that after Branson in October, my guess is my my website, along with others, will be taken down. And I just feel that. So I'm doing all my podcasts behind my, my subscription wall, qfiles.tv, and there will be no more posting of my original. I mean, you can post this on your site on YouTube, but nothing that I post will go on YouTube anymore, you know? Because if you think about it, Sheila, when you get a really great show, one that a lot of people are listening to, and the advertisers, guess who gets all that advertising revenue? Well, they actually demonetize my every platform I have, and I'm on my last strike on YouTube for, uh, they've pulled down every single one of my Islamic videos on Halal from the Muslim Takeover, three videos you and I did. I've had 37 videos removed in the last two months, total demonetization on every platform. And I'm telling you, Steve, you're so right, because what is this all about? I think it's really the, you know, when, when the FBI comes out and says if you're a Trump supporting or you follow QAnon or you're on the fringe, you are a domestic terrorist. And it ties into what you said, all the reactor rods are coterminously going off. It's like the stage is being set for one thing. Guess what? Satan as savior. We talked about it before with the Vatican. What did they say years ago? We're going to baptize aliens and nobody batted an eye on that. Is the mind blinding spirit on Christians? And I'm about to do a mind control series that's going to blow people away. And we're talking, I'm just going to drop a little nugget about it. Even the mega pastors, the Freemasonic mega pastors at the highest level, Steve, are involved in, forget MK Ultra, Marie Antoinette programming, Orion programming. This makes Jason Bourne look like child's play. You know, we just saw this whole thing with the, the MK Ultra assassins. Our friend Russ Dizdar talks about the Black Awakening, you know, these sleeper cells. We've got the perfect scenario for we're here, Steve. Well, and that's the purpose of Branson, Sheila. I mean, again, Branson is answering the alien question. If people will remember last year's Branson, months before it came, I said, nothing will be the same ever again after Branson. The word normal will no longer exist, nor will the normal, anything you've known as normal, be any longer. I said it at Branson, and look what's happening now. This year, we're in a rush, literally. I believe that God has raised up those of us who will be speaking at Branson concerning answering the alien question. We've got Michael Schratt, that's one of the experts on reverse engineering of alien craft. Gary Stearman, whose uh, family, the Stearman Aircraft Company, still is in effect, uh, actually is still in business, but his uh, relatives were involved in reverse engineering alien spacecraft. For the first time in 80 years, Gary's going to, that's how old he is, 
He's going to be talking about, you know, what he knows and the dinner table talk around growing up with all of his uncles and all the various people. I mean, he's got stories that'll be blowing people's minds. We've got people that are pretty well-known worldwide coming from Australia. We've got people coming from South Africa. One guy's from London. He's been emailing me and pretty famous. He's coming. And when I say fame, these are people that want answers. These are people that affect people. When Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan, that means follow after me, Satan. You've got the Catholic Church talking about baptizing aliens. They don't even understand the basis of redemption. Jesus died not for the angels that sinned. The scripture says that. He died for humanity. He doesn't die for hybrids. He didn't die for robots. He didn't die for mutants. He didn't die for genetic experiments gone wrong. He didn't die for fallen angels. He didn't die for giants. He didn't die for demons. He shed his life and took it back up again in the resurrection for all those who are bought by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and who love and look for a second coming. You better be worried that your names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I think people are going to be blown away by the presentations. That's not hype. And by the grace of God, I have help now developing a PowerPoint. I have so much stuff to cover. Uh, I don't know if you've been following our Aztec finds of the alien Aztec empire. Let's just say this, the foremost forensic geologist in the world and an archaeologist who's well known in this part of the world and real ones, they're showing the provenance, where they got them. And the reason why it's so tough to get a film crew in there She'll show them digging up this stuff is because it's in kind of the narco terrorist capital of Mexico. And if you're a gringo, it's not a safe place to be anymore. I know some brave guys. I know some really brave guys. And they they said, are you crazy? I said, I may be crazy, but I'm not crazy enough to go down there. So fortunately, I have a Mexican national who's well connected. But even he then was in that area trying to get a movie, and they basically put a gun in his face and said, what are you really here for? And thank God he had a relative to intervene for him. But, you know, I, I guess here's what I, I don't understand. Why is it that people who should know the truth fight the people telling the truth? And I got to tell you something. 15 years ago, people wouldn't have believed me on sex with robots. Now it's a commonality, and now you got Japanese guys marrying sex bots. People didn't believe me uh, a decade ago when I talked about today's technology, tomorrow's monsters. Well, you read the headlines of obviously the humanzy. The humanzy, Stalin was the first one to try and combine human DNA and animal DNA, and those things were called humanzies. <laughs> now we've got open headlines going to uh, you know, try and put human brains into rats. Well, they've already exceeded that. That that's what happens while you get demo rats. Okay, okay, maybe not yet. But what happens is is that the hybridization of the human race is designed to destroy human reproduction. The devil's smart. I mean, he's brilliant. There's nobody smarter than him except God and Jesus. He was not even an archangel. He's a cherub. When you read the Bible, he was the anointed cherub. So here's what I'm trying to say to everyone. We are seeing genetic transmutation of the human DNA, and I would use the word perversion and destruction of the human genome. Singularity, transhumanism, H+. The whole idea is to do away with that which God created, because God did a really bad job. I'm obviously mimicking some of their arguments. And now we, exalted, enlightened, proud, arrogant mankind, are going to build a better entity. He'll live forever. There'll be no bounds to what he can do. There'll be no limits on the pleasures he can know or enjoy. And if his body wears out, we just download his subconscious into a brand new body. Oh, no, by the way, it's one thing when God says, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife in the Ten Commandments. Now you can covet the experience with specific people that you shouldn't even be thinking of. And they're, they're open. There are actual companies forming to basically, if you will, uh, I don't know how to say this tactfully, but allow people to connect with anybody in a sexual fantasy realm and it's all done through robotics and it's all done through artificial intelligence. One of the things I'll be talking about at Branson is going to be the relationship between alien implants and artificial intelligence. Notice the AI in each. Alien implants were designed to control the human host. 
AI implants are designed to control the human host. How is it that a 1957 movie, Invaders from Mars, to show an implant being put into uh, humans' brains to control them. And I'd encourage all of your listeners to go and watch that. I think you can watch it on YouTube called Invaders from Mars. So here it is, Sheila, right now. We are seeing the identification and targeting of all Christians for annihilation. Not the ones that are already denying the faith. Those, those weren't Christians in the first place, or maybe they were, and I can't judge that. But why are we so worried as human beings about offending and offending the public and not offending God? Doesn't your scripture, my scripture, and the Bible state that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Let me define enmity with God. It means you are at war with him and he is at war with you. You really think you can win that one? And again, Branson, they can go on gen6.com. They can register to go and be there in person or they can live stream it. And I think that for the people that can't travel for whatever reason, this is one that this group of people have never been brought together ever. Gary Stearman's never talked about this stuff since he's been on talk radio. And Gary is a phenomenal scholar. He is a research scholar. And it's it's fascinating because we got some really, really in-depth knowledge. Hugo de Garris will be there. He's going to be speaking, I believe, search for infraparticulate intelligence and the scientific response to aliens. Interestingly enough, Hugo's been shot. He's considered the third smartest man in the world when it comes to artificial intelligence and also uh, artificial brains. Yet he's shunned by his very own because he's embracing the idea this all didn't happen by a coincidence. He's moving to the point of, and he acknowledges openly, that, hey, there is design in the universe. This isn't randomness. So, you know, it's very important, Sheila, that I think people come to this. And there's not, it's not like MUFON, UFO convention. It's not like Comic-Con. It's not like AlienCon. This is a total different level. You know, again, I think people will be astounded. The context of this time period for this subject matter, it couldn't be more uniquely timed because look at, again, the U.S. Navy releasing the footage of their F-18 Super Hornets. Can't even keep up with the orbs off the Baja. I have a guy who lives in Baja who sends me the pictures of the orbs he sees in the same area that the carrier encountered in the Coronado Island region. If you look at a map of the Baja where the Coronado Islands are. So the thing that is is important is that if you know what's coming, you won't be taken back by it. But if people can't stand for Jesus now, I'm really worried because Jesus said if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. And so my prayer is, God, help me not to be deceived. Help me to stay so close to you that I don't have time to listen to the whispering voice of the enemy, his demons, the fallen ones, and everything else. But I hear your voice because, Lord, you're my shepherd. And your word says, you are the good shepherd and your sheep hear your voice. Well, and it also says my people are destroyed through lack of knowledge. I think this is going to be just an incredible lineup. L.A. Marzulli, Gary Stearman, Michael Schratt, Hugo DeGarris, George Knapp. What an incredible lineup. But here's the thing that people really need to understand is the body of Christ. Steve, this is a forum where you meet like-minded people and you cannot put a price tag in a day when so many, we get the emails, have left their church. They're looking for other people that are awake to what is going on in the world and no one lays this out. I mean, we're in a society in a day and age where all your books, Terminated, Xenogenesis, Little Creatures, it's all culminating together in one eclectic mishmash. And I'm telling you, there's nothing like meeting like like-minded Christians who are awake to this. You cannot put a price tag on it. Folks, get your ticket today for Branson, gen6.com. It's up on your screen. Steve, thank you so much for laying this out for us today because no one does it like you. And final thoughts in the waning moments. Final thoughts is this. Never, ever, ever surrender your right for self-defense in light of everybody openly telling you that they're coming to kill you legislating the legalization of kicking your door. And again, it's my new word, kick and kill. Red flag laws should be only enforced. There's got to be a way. And I I don't even like red flag laws, like the red communist flag laws. Hello. Here's the deal. I maintain that there should be a full scale. There won't be, but I've called for one for years, a full scale investigation into all the affiliations of the shooters. And just like you said, Sheila, Epstein walks free with all of the I don't even begin and I don't even want to 
I can't count them, but with the perversion of killing these young women and children and all the sacrificing of babies, all of that stuff, that's not BS. And then you've got some of the leading rock stars openly talking, and it's her statement, Katy Perry saying that, you know, there's nothing better tasting than human meat. My last comment, when I started warning years ago on talk radio, I said the two things that would kick off the tribulation time, not the great tribulation, was going to be when cannibalism filled the headlines and the volcanoes of the world go active. Behind me, if people could see but it's a 1611 Bible page from an actual 1611 Bible. And I bought it 47 years ago after I was newly saved. I was praying one day. I was asking the Lord, what will be the sign, Lord, of the great tribulation? On the right-hand side of the page, I was on my knees, kneeling on my couch in my living room. And he said, look up to the right corner. And I looked up to the right corner. This thing's framed in a big golden frame. It's not a reproduction. But the interesting thing is, it says a great earthquake on the right side and on the left side, two witnesses. I want to tell people, they will certainly know who the Antichrist is because when the Antichrist shows up and the two witnesses show up, the thing why I'm spending massive amounts of time, energy, and money on filming the Cascade Volcanoes, interviewing I have a film crew that's been doing this for three months, you guys, and I'm serious. If I told you, you wouldn't believe it because it comes from me. So you'll experience it, then you'll realize that maybe you should have quit denying stuff that even the scientists are worried about. Cascadia, that's the volcanoes from British Columbia going all the way down to Mount Shasta, over to Mount uh, Lassen even, uh, California border. The thing is, the most famous authoress, I guess you'd call female author, authoress, I don't know if I'm using the right term, but she's gone, she's disappeared. I tried to get a hold of her, and she wrote one of the best articles. I'm going to post it again, but the reason she disappeared is because she nailed it. The reason all the NASA, National Aeronautics Space Administration airplanes, are flying over the subduction zones, flying over Ridgecrest, flying up and down the San Andreas, flying up and down the Cascades. Most people don't know that the Boise, Idaho area has 12 active known volcanoes. They're not smoking yet ejecting magma but the point is is the scientists said imagine this imagine the pacific plate is crashing into the north american plate and the north atlantic plate is crashing in to the east coast plate and it, we're getting squeezed in the middle well that sounds to me like new madrid but ladies and gentlemen there will be a heavenly response to earth's perversion and God has a controversy with his nation. I'm sorry. If that sounds like doom and gloom, take it up with him. And oh, by the way, even God uses the word gloomy and dreary days. And woe unto you who to desire the day of the Lord. Don't you understand what that means? I pray that God pours forth his infinite mercy amongst his intense judgment that's going to fall. And in essence, I'd ask your listeners to go and look to my alert section for the scientists talking about what's going on. And when you start dealing with the collapse of the magnetosphere, the axial tilt of planet Earth, you get into the Earth, it's going to stagger like a drunk man. People don't understand what that does to the oceans. They don't understand what it does to the crustal plate movement. They don't understand what overthrust and subduction means. And I'm telling Sheila... We are in a zone, a time period, a referencing in creation's fulfillment that are going to cause men's hearts to fail. But guess what? If our hearts are stayed upon the Lord Jesus Christ, he says this, he, the Lord, is able to keep in perfect peace those whose hearts are stayed upon him. When stuff happens that even astonish those of us who have been warning, then imagine what it's going to do to the others. So please, ladies and gentlemen, gen6.com. And Sheila, I hope you can be there. Thank you, Steve. Steve just said something profound that the word normal is no more after Branson. He hasn't been cleared on what's next, but I will tell you, God gives us intel and there is an answer in all of this. And what did Jesus say? We're not promised tomorrow. We got to be about God's business today. We have a fantastic show on Monday. We got a great lineup next week. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless you.